The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So my nephew is in Eretz Yisrael, and I asked him, I know the stories that are going around over here. Tell me the stories that are going around in Eretz Yisrael. I want to hear what's going on in Eretz Yisrael. They tell me a few stories. He says there's a yid by the name of Rabbi Yaman Chuta. Don't know who he is. But he seems like he's a speaker. And he said that he knows some people that are in the army, and three soldiers met him, and they told him that they have a friend his name is Amiram. Ayin Mem Yud Reish Amiram. This soldier got injured in the war seriously. And while he was in the hospital, he had something in Ivrit that's called Mabit Klini, which means, I think, out-of-body out of experience, which means that you're really dead and you see yourself going through what's going on in Shamayim. This guy said that he came in front of the Kisiyah Kovit and there was a diyun if they should send him back down or not. And behind the malach that was claiming to send him back down, he saw hundreds of yeshiva light learning. And he asked in Shamayim to this malach, who are, I know you're, you're my defense uh, attorney, but who are all these people behind you, all these guys, these, these haredim learning, who are they? He says, these are all the guys that are learning in Yoschus. And with those zechusim, I'm fighting to get you to go back down. And Bezdin Shammai Lepaskin, yes, with those chusim, you're going back down. And Itaka came back down. Friar guy, not a yeshiva guy, a friar soldier. <coughs> My nephew told me that he lives in Beit Shemesh, the sister lives in Beit Shemesh, I'm sorry. <coughs> and in Beit Shemesh, they have, they have in Kiryat Seif also, they have sometimes areas, that in that area they have like five shuls. Trailers, not... Big binyonim. The area gave here in this shetach, he could make shuls. So they have trailer here, trailer here, trailer here, trailer here, trailer here, Svarad Ashkenaz, Svaradi, Teimani, Chasidi. And everybody has their shul, and everybody goes there, but all Berach in the same chotzer. And all of a sudden there was Azaka, there was a siren, and a missile came flying in and landed in the chotzer, in between all the shuls. So they called the police, and the police came down. And they, they have to make sure that there's no, nothing, so there was no explosion. So they came out, they took out the rocket, and they say, where's the head? The head of the rocket is not there. Where the explosives are, it's not there. So they came and they dug, it's not in the ground. They looked in the whole shatak, they could not find the head of the rocket. About two weeks later, there was a woman that was taking a walk, and she went outside the Erev of Beit Shemesh, and she saw some type of a thing that looked like a rocket head. And she, they called the police, and the police found it. The rocket head broke off a second before it came into the Chatzar, outside the Erev. Didn't come into the, where the Erev was. Karen Ashvius says that they don't know of anybody that kept Shemitah, that was killed, hurt, or taken hostage. Not one farmer that was Moise Nefesh for Shemitah was hurt, in this last war. Not one. There's a Moshav Yakini. Yud Chof Yud Nun Yud. Five years ago, there's a guy by the name of Avicha Yefes, who became Hashem Shabbos. And he lives at the entrance of the, of the, uh, of the Moshav. He became from, and the government and the regional government gives money that, that you can make an Erev. He made an Erev. But when he became from, he wanted the Erev to be Mahudr. So he brought in a Rav, and the Rav found that they had to add 
60 poles to make it a good Erev. 6-0. And he paid for it. Because the, 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 the Iriyah would not pay. And he paid for it and made a good thing. And then he was in charge to make sure that the Shabbos, he would lock the gate every single Shabbos. And when they came in, he lives in the entrance. Also, they tried to get in. Four terrorists got in, and he killed them. All four people killed them. Nothing happened to anybody in the thing. But I want to end with one unbelievable thing. This I got from Yitzhak Zilberstein has a koilo in Chalon. And in order to raise money for the koilo, all the Shilas and Divrei Torah and Shilas and Shuvis that Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein writes and, and says, they compile it and they have a newsletter called Vavei Ha'amudim and they only give it out to people that support the koil. You have to give a certain amount of money a year and then you get this paper, the email to you every week. You're not allowed to forward it to anybody because otherwise they wouldn't have anybody giving them any money. And this is how they raise money for the koil. So on last week's thing, paper, it had this story, this Shaila. A guy walked into Rebizek Zilberstein and he said as follows. He became a Baal Tshuva. He's very close to his Rebbe, a big tzaddik. Now Rebbe Zilberstein says, I cannot tell you the name of the tzaddik. I know who it is. And I'm, I know the guy who, and I met this guy who came in with the Shaila. And for obvious reasons, I cannot tell you who the Rav is. And when I became a Baal Tshuva, I asked my Rebbe, should I move out of the Moshav? And my Rebbe said, not yet. There's a lot of problems when you have these Baal Tshuva moving into Bnei Brak. They don't fit. And they can't get into schools. And all there is is problems, and it makes people go off the derech, and it's not good. Get yourself on solid ground. Eventually, you'll not be happy there, and then you'll move out. The violas stay. Simchas Torah by night. The guy went to sleep in his bed, and in the middle of the night, he gets a dream. His Rebbe, this tzaddik, came to him in a dream, and he told him, Bubala. Get your wife up and kids and pack out right now. It's Sakonis Nefoshis. But it's a dream. And if you live in Gaza, you probably get these dreams all the time. So he turned over and he went back to sleep. He fell asleep again. And this time his Rebbe came back. And he says that I felt my Rebbe choking me. And I couldn't breathe until I got up. And I felt, and I'm up. And I feel my neck like it was choked. So I realized that it's real. I woke up my wife. And I told him, my Rebbe came now twice to me, warned me. It's a Sakona, get out of here right now. But it's Friday night, his wife says. Yeah, but if it's a Sakona, it's Sakonas Nefoshis. Sakonas Nefoshis is Doich Shabbos. But how do you know? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a real dream. So the husband said, I think it's a Suffolk. And my Rebbe told me a long time ago, that Suffolk, Pekuach Nefesh, is Doich Shabbos. So it's a Suffolk. So I woke up my kids, and we got dressed, we went in the car, and we went to some place where there's a lot of Bali Tshuva, we went for some chastaira over there, and we drezich over there the whole day until we found out what happened. All my neighbors, everybody's geshocht, and everybody's dead. So he came out to Rabbi Zilberstein, and he wants to know, did I do the right thing or not? Was I allowed to drive on Shabbos and get out of that Moshav or not? What's the halacha? And Rabbi Zilberstein dans, not going through the whole thing, but he rather brings a story that the rush had that his mother had a similar story, where the Rush's father came to warn the Rush's mother, Behokitz, that means it wasn't a dream. He was dead, and he walked in on his mother and told his mother, Friday night, 
Get out. Whoever stays in the city by tomorrow is going to be geshochted and killed. Get out right now. And his mother went, and I don't think she did any of the rices, but she went onto a wagon, and she left the city, and she was saved. So the Ritzel dans up, if you could learn out, Chaloim, pockets. is it the same? Is it not the same? And Chaloim, can you trust the Chaloim? Is it enough to make it into a suffix? In the end, he paskins that if you believe the dream, then you attack a suffix pikuach nefesh, and he had a full right to go out. It wasn't Chal Shabbos, and you did the right thing by leaving on Shabbos. And Rabbi said, we should daven that we shouldn't have any mozaris. Hashem should take us out of this finster gullus. We should have Mashiach Sidkeinu Bemerav Yomeinu Amen. Thank you for coming. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.